Give us your top line takeaway from this uh, report. Sure. Hi, Oliver. Thanks for having me again. Um, you know, I think it was, a, it was a pretty good report for Netflix, actually. We had, uh, you know, a start of the year with some pretty difficult comparisons given the, uh, the really strong uh, COVID run-up last year. Um, so this year, what we've seen, I think, is, um, you know, a little enthusiasm that the second half is going to look better for Netflix. And we did, in fact, see that in Q3. Uh, they beat their guidance on subs by a little bit, 4.4 uh, million sub ads uh, in the quarter globally, a lot of which was from Asia Pack. Uh, uh, not surprisingly. Um, and that has been driven, I think, by the return of a lot of content to the platform. Now that Netflix has been, you know, you know, paused with the production last year, they've had quite a bit come back now. Um, Q3 was a pretty strong quarter for con uh, content coming back on. Q4, as management was saying over and over again on the call, is going to be even stronger. Um, you know, a lot of content coming on both TV and film. So the way we look at it is, you know, it's 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 a rise in the subscribers based on a rise in the uh, the content availability. Along with that will come a rise, of course, in uh, content amortization costs and a rise in marketing costs. So basically everything goes up for Netflix, um, you know, not in the degree that it used to over many, many years. But after a little bit of a soft first half to the year, it's nice to see things moving in the right direction. Now, I think the question for Netflix stock is going to be, which is more important, sub growth or operating metrics? And mm. I know in the prior segment, talking about, you know, more of a focus on on operating costs, uh, you know, margins and things going forward. Netflix remains very optimistic on adding 300 basis points of margin, uh, you know, more or less each year, this year included. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be, I think, um, you know, a, a question for investors from here as to what are you looking for more, the subs or the actual P&L? We've always thought it's the actual P&L that's going to matter more over time. And so it'll be very interesting to see how Netflix manages the sub growth and the cost growth. Okay, so maybe we're at this kind of transition phase from a uh, hyper growth uh, subscriber based uh, business to one now that can look a little bit more like a traditional profitable company. Is that a kind of fair assessment? Yeah, um, you know, if, if you look at the subscriber numbers, so if, if you break it down, you know, we're forecasting U.S. and Canada, more or less flat subscribers from here on out, as in no real subscriber growth. So the growth all has to come from the international markets. Latin America has started to sort of level off, but there's still a lot more to come in EMEA and in uh, Asia-Pac, uh, where you know the penetration rates in households in Netflix is still far, far lower uh, than it is in in the more developed markets. So there's there's a lot, and, and the markets where Netflix has been more established for longer, I should say. So. Um, you know, there's there's things Netflix is doing to add mobile subscribers. They've been talking about India for a while. They mentioned Kenya last night. You know, countries where they are actually looking for lower priced, um, given the, the 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 cost of living uh, situations in various countries, but much more availability of subscribers on mobile devices. Mm. So I think there's still a good international um, uh, subscriber growth story. But yes, we've been saying for a long time. Um, we would really like to see investors look at Netflix as a, you know, a, a, a more of a, a media company. And in fact, if you look at its margin profile, it's one of the few companies, if you consider it a media company, to have margins growing very, very nicely at a time when most of its traditional media peers are seeing margins come down over, over several years for very obvious reasons. Um, so if Netflix can continue this pace of subscriber ads while delivering good margin performance, good operating margin expansion, as well as free cash flow, 
um, uh, uh, break even this year as they're guiding and then into positive territory next year. That makes Netflix uh, more of a real company, as I would say, mm. for lack of a better. Yeah, I like that point. I mean, hey, there are a lot of people who said that Netflix would never get to this day. Uh, so, Tim, last thing here is even though you're, you're sounding quite positive on this, uh, your, your price target moved up and the overall, though, uh, uh, projection here of neutral for your rating sounds like there's still some hesitancy. Just real quick, uh, what is the risk point here? Yeah, 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 you're right. It, there, there is some hesitancy here. Um, you know, uh, if you look back at Netflix stock, really, we, we, um, we've been neutral on it for a couple of years now. And, and we turned neutral, we downgraded from a buy right around the time when Disney Plus came to market. Yeah. And you had, you know, uh, you know, a huge run up in Disney Plus subscribers. Since then, obviously, you've had a lot more streaming services come to market. And our view has basically been Netflix doesn't necessarily lose because of that. But it's sort of open runway to just add subscribers is more limited now with so many other major competitors now. Um, and so the stock has had a couple of nice runs. You know, when COVID, uh, you know, lockdown settled in, in in March 2020, Netflix had a big run up in subscribers. Most recently now, it's had a nice little run up, perhaps on, you know, enthusiasm for a better second half and all the press about Squid Game, for example. But, you know, in general, the stock has been more or less a market performer. Sure. Um, yeah, it went nowhere I, for like eight months. Yeah, I, I think the perception on the stock has to come down again to what I said before. Do you want subscriber growth or do you want P&L um, uh, performance and, and cash flow performance? Um, the subs coming back is very nice, but it's just it's going to be very interesting to watch how aggressive Netflix chooses to be in terms of bringing content to the platform and in marketing that content, you know, versus, you know, perhaps holding back if they want to deliver better numbers, um, you know, for investors. So as it becomes more of a real, real company, yeah. um, I think investors will look more to those PL metrics and those cash flow metrics. Those appear to be going well now, but our hesitation, as, as you say, is basically that, you know, we, it's hard for us to judge where Netflix is going to choose to air, where it's mm. going to choose to put its money or not, if it's going to look to just continue to build, continue to invest as it's always done, or whether these real metrics will become more important for investors.